Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's new Ultra Micro Diameter Injection Arrows. Injection utilizes the new Deep Six standard for more big game penetration than ever before. Learn more about the injection today at www.eastonarchery.com. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, Editor Christian Berg. Welcome back to Peterson's Bowhunting. We are the voice of bowhunting, and as always, we're glad that you've taken some time to be with us today. We've got an awesome show uh, packed with uh, information about some exciting new products and uh, some things that can really help your hunting this spring. I'm sure that, uh, like me, most of you who are listening are eagerly anticipating the opening of spring turkey season if it hasn't already opened in your area and uh, if it has you're out there hunting you need uh, some good calls and other equipment that can help you be successful we're going to touch on that today and if you haven't started hunting yet and you're still in scouting mode we have got uh, some great information exciting new technology that can help you out for sure my guests today I've actually got two we're doing a double dip in this episode I've got Zach Fleer who's the uh, product manager for trail cameras at Bushnell. And I've also got Jason Harris, who's a product manager for uh, Turkey Call line at Primos. And Zach and Jason, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, both Bushnell and Primos, as well as Gold Tip Arrows, are all part of the ATK family of companies. So you guys have a little bit of everything going on for the bow hunters out there. Zach, Jason, welcome to Peterson's Bow Hunting Radio. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's yeah, great thanks, to. Bishop. Great to have you guys. Zach, let's start off talking uh, about this brand new wireless trail camera. You know, I've been dealing with uh, Paul Arnhold, uh, the marketing guy over there at Bushnell. He just recently sent one of these new cameras to me. I got it registered on the website. I haven't actually gotten it out in the field yet, but I'm going to do that this week. I'm really excited about this. Tell me about the new wireless uh, trophy cam from Bushnell. Yeah, I'd be glad to. Uh, what we set out to do is uh, there there are some other wireless cameras on the market, but um, they're a little bit of a hassle to set up and use, and uh, we wanted ours to be a very user-friendly, easy-to-use camera. And uh, from the from the very beginning, you, you open the box, and it, it includes a SIM card already. Uh, it includes your first 30 days of data completely free. Um, all you have to do is go on to wirelesstrophycam.com and uh, register your serial number on your camera, and you're ready to start taking pictures. It's it's really simple. Yeah, so, so um, that's the neat thing about it. You know, like you said, there there are some other uh, options available out there in the marketplace, but some of them the user has to go to a wireless carrier themselves and set up service, um, or you know, there's a separate. Uh, contract or something that you have to deal with with yours you literally take it off the shelf at the store take it home register it on the bushnell uh wireless trophy cam website and you're ready to just put it out there in the field and start getting pictures on your computer or your cell phone that that's correct and uh, one one other thing that's really uh, neat with our our camera is we actually have a an android app and an iphone app um, and you have full command and control of the camera uh, via your phone, or you can also do it from our wirelesstrophycam.com website, which makes it uh, easy to change settings when you need to and 
And uh, from that website, you can also just add your data plans. You don't have to go through any carriers or anybody else, like you mentioned earlier. So. Yeah, and um, you know, yeah. just just FYI, you've got uh, you've got this whole network running on the AT and T uh, towers, right? Yes, that that's correct. Your your camera will have to be within the the AT and T uh, service area, and we do have a map online, and we're, we've been encouraging people to check that map before they buy a camera to make sure they're going to have service, um, but you can you can get your pictures on, on any carrier phone or anything, but the, the camera just has to be in the AT&T service. Sure. So obviously a pretty major national carrier, and like you said, there's map available online, and it, it's easy to figure out if this thing is going to work for you wherever you want to use it. Um, you, you, you mentioned the remote control. That is pretty neat. I, you know, I had a, it was neat just setting it up the other night because I was sitting in my kitchen. Uh, I had the camera there and my laptop. And like you said, I went onto the website. I registered the camera, put in the serial number. The camera will actually communicate, uh, with the, the system right there during setup. So it just held the camera up in front of me. It, it took a picture of me standing, you know, in front of my kitchen cabinets. And then, boom, I had that picture on my phone. I had it uh, on the computer there literally within, um, you know, 30 seconds. And uh, so I can't wait to get this thing out into the field and start getting pictures of deer and turkeys and, and other critters uh, coming in front of this thing because that's going to be like... Uh, real redneck entertainment right there <laughs> it is it's always uh, I, and first thing i do in the morning is i get up i pull pull up my phone app and see what pictures i got overnight i've got a, got a couple of them out and uh get deer pictures and uh, i think one thing that's a little bit overlooked with this camera is how how useful they can be for scouting turkeys because you can have it on a nice food plot or you turkeys come out and strut and everything and you can know when that bird's going to be there in the morning or afternoon whenever he's coming in and and that all comes right to your phone or your computer and you can you can be there without actually being there it's pretty nice exactly and and like you said you can also control all the settings so you can set uh you can set whether the camera is going to upload the images right away or or not you can change the the resolution of your camera you can change between stills and videos or or time lapse uh you can check your your battery level um pretty much anything that you would do if you were physically at the camera you can change all those same settings right there uh, from your phone or from your computer right that that's correct yeah it's uh pretty pretty much all the settings uh, it's just easy to do right from the phone or computer and it, it transmits to the camera and it changes the, the settings on the camera um, we, it does does have a video and time lapse on the camera. Uh, right now, we're not able to transmit the video via wireless yet. But it but, does send send the pictures. So. Right, but if you let's say you do have a certain you know flock of turkeys or a certain buck or whatever that's coming regularly, and you've got a bunch of stills of them already that you've seen, you decide you want to go to video, you can still change it to video mode for a couple of days and then switch it back to still, right? And even if you can't watch that video till you physically get the card, you know, you know, you probably have a pretty good chance of getting some video of those animals. Yeah, that's correct. You can, you can change it to the video setting of your phone and it, it'll save everything directly to the SD card in the camera. And, and then uh, when you pull the card, you'll have all the the videos and everything on the SD cards. 
Gotcha. Now, talk to me a little bit about, you know, one thing, you know, like you said, there's been there's been people doing some wireless things for a couple of years now. I had an opportunity in the past to use a solution from another manufacturer, and it's pretty much the same with yours. I was a little surprised at first. I think a lot of people, at least I did, I went in, I was a little bit gullible, I guess. I thought I was going to get, you know, that full picture uh when it uploaded in terms of you know if i had that camera set for eight megapixels i thought i was going to get that whole thing but that would obviously gobble up quite a bit of data on the cell network and what you're typically getting uh is is sort of a, about a cell phone size uh a cell phone screen sized photo uh it's going to call you like a thumbnail and then if you want to download a full version of, of particular images you have the option to do that right that's correct. Yeah, that that was one thing that was a, a little bit confusing in the beginning for some customers. Is, is the picture that it, it sends you wirelessly, either to the website or on your phone, is a, a low-res thumbnail. Um, so it's not going to be the full-resolution 8-megapixel uh, picture that you would pull directly from your SD card when you um, when you you know pull the SD card and plug it in your computer. Um, but the, the low-res thumbnails... Um, Originally, they were a little little fuzzy, and they were hard hard to see if you zoomed in on them what was there. Um, we've actually done a little updating on the way we um, pull our low res, and they're actually much better quality now. But it's still not a full res eight megapixel picture. Um, but we we do have the ability, like you said, you can uh, select certain pictures and do a full resolution download wirelessly. Um, that is an extra extra fee for the high res downloads. Um, but it's just like you pulled the picture right off the SD card, um, but you can do that wirelessly. And I think we are currently the only wireless camera that has that capability right now. So, so talk to me. About, a, a yeah. So talk to me about the cost. Obviously, that's always a concern for people. You guys have um, several different levels of plans, right, on a month-to-month basis. And can you tell me a little bit about your plans and how many how many thumbnails and, and you can get for that, and then how the how the high-res option kind of ties into it. Yeah, definitely. We, um, initially, the camera itself, um, it's it's going to be $599 at retail. Um, so that's a, a little bit higher price than a normal camera, um, but you're, you're getting the full command and control uh, wirelessly as well as sending your picture wirelessly it, it'll save you a lot of money on on gas and fuel going to you know different camera locations and you're also getting that the sim card included with our camera and your first 30 days of unlimited data for free is all included uh, after your first 30 days we have a couple different plans and these all go directly through Bushnell you just go to that wirelesstrophycam.com website to, to get them and we don't have any contracts which is nice uh, you can just buy the data as you need it. Um, our economy plan, uh, you get a 1,000 pictures a month um, for nine ninety nine, and it goes all the way up to we have an elite plan, which is 10,000 pictures for fifty nine ninety nine a month. And those are just the low-res thumbnails sent to your um, your phone or your computer. And then, we, like I said earlier, we do have the high-resolution download options, which you can do it per image, which is $0.99 cents per image, or you can buy a 10 pack for 7.99 or a 25 pack of high res downloads for 16.99 and uh, all that information we have on our website as well 
so so the nice thing about the like you said there's no contract so if i wanted to only use the wireless uh capability of the camera for like you know uh, the first uh, or the last couple weeks before the season or right during the season or whatever I could do that and then I could not necessarily be paying a monthly fee during the off season that's correct yeah you can you can use the camera uh, put it by your favorite tree stand or whatever and, and see you know when when that big buck's coming through or put it on a food plot where turkeys are usually there and see what time they're coming out do that for a couple months and then uh, you don't have to buy any wireless data you can use the, the trail camera as a regular trail camera for a while or, or pull it from the field and then there's no reactivation fees or anything you just add more data when you need it and, and put the camera back out so now what's the, what's the battery life on this camera because obviously uh, the convenience of the technology that we're discussing here is obvious and, and you mentioned you know saving gas and quite frankly saving a lot of time too if you have you know several properties uh you know in different directions from your home that you'd have to spend to drive over there um how long can you have one of these cameras out in the field sending you remote photos before you're going to physically need to go there to replenish the batteries or you know change sd cards and that sort of thing yeah the uh the battery life um we we recommend Energizer lithium batteries, and we're getting about three to three and a half months of battery life out of those. It's it's not our one year battery life of some of the other trophy cams, just because of the wireless communication is a pretty good draw on the battery life. Um, but we also have new for this year is a solar panel, and uh, with a solar panel, that'll more than double the battery life that you'd expect with. Uh, just the energizer batteries, so you're looking six to eight months if you with a solar panel, which will will be out probably in May to June as well. And uh, with the the SD card, um, our cameras take up to a 32 gig SD card, so that's a lot of pictures. Um, but we also have a nice feature where if you don't make it out to pull the SD card, um, you can have the camera will automatically um, add the newest pictures and delete the old pictures so it's just a continual cycle mm -hmm. and with the wireless camera you'll still have those thumbnails on your phone and on the website um, but they're not all, no longer beyond the SD cards but you still have the images on so that's a nice feature with that as well yeah and I know the um, you know obviously there's a limit on what data plan you have to how many thumbnails you can upload in a month but once they're uploaded is there any limit to how many thumbnails will be stored for you on your online account no there's there's no limit at this time and uh, you can have them all on the website and on your phone for as long as you need them and you, you can delete them off the website and off your phone as well you, so so if you want like. to though you can pretty well you can you can have a catalog of like an entire season's worth of scouting photos all available to you online you'll be able to access those from anywhere you can log into your account that's correct, yeah. Yeah, so that's a great tool, too, because I don't know about you guys, but I always have a couple folders, like on my work computer here, and then I'll have a couple other folders on my desktop at home, and uh, I got not necessarily do a good job of keeping as organized as I should with my trail cam photos, and sometimes, you know, you, photos here or there, or you're not sure where it is. I mean, uh, that's also kind of nice to keep organized that way with the with the online account. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. It makes it convenient. You can pull them up wherever you are. You don't have to have your your laptop that you store them on or thumb driver or anything. You just pull them up wherever you are. So. Now, one so, thing. Sure. One thing I wanted to touch on too is just the capabilities of the camera itself. Obviously, the the wireless aspect is the whiz bang, you know, part of part of it. But uh, uh, you know, aside from that, it's pretty well uh, got all the same features as a as a typical trophy cam. And and like I said, I, I did say eight megapixel. I think I had that right, correct? I mean, this wireless model it is an eight megapixel camera, and it's got uh, it's got lots of uh, features just on the trail camera side of it, right? Yeah, you're correct. It is, it is an eight megapixel camera. Um, it has our um, no glow blackout LEDs, so um, you can't tell when it takes a picture at night. It's, uh, it's very covert. We have our hyper PRI, um, our GPS geotag. You can uh, set up on a map where your camera locations are. Uh, the wireless does have a, a color view screen on the inside. Um, also has our hybrid capture mode, which is a neat feature about our camera, you can, a lot of guys don't utilize the video mode on cameras as much as, as uh, we'd like to see. Um, so with our hybrid mode, what the camera does is it takes a picture, a uh, full-res picture, and then it follows it with a video. So you're still getting a picture, but you also get a video. And uh, we have HD video on this camera. Uh, we have our field scan mode, uh, the 2X field scan mode, where you have uh, two windows of time that you can set in field scan mode, and it also still features a live trigger so you don't miss anything. And um, just our, our normal data stance that has your time, moon, moon phase, and temperature on the bottom of each picture, and then our hyper night vision. We get extended night vision on this. It goes out to about 60 feet um, with the, the blackout LEDs. A lot, of, a lot of options. It's got similar features to the rest of the trophy cam lineup as well as as the wireless so gotcha now so yeah so definitely you're getting i mean you're getting a, a totally fully featured camera you know it's got all the bells and whistles on the camera side and then the wireless capability which you can obviously use uh however you want to that's one thing you know before we move over to uh to jason and and, and talk more about the calls obviously the the scouting capabilities of a, a product like this are unbelievable and you know uh, i am certainly enthusiastic about you know hopefully really having a pretty good bead on what the turkeys are doing in, in my hunting area uh, before the season opens obviously the thing about technology is it's it can be kind of a Pandora's box. I'd be interested in just kind of um, hearing your thoughts on that. In that, you know, one thing that we get a lot uh, here at the magazine, and it's just an ongoing debate within the hunting community, is as technology continues to evolve. You know, it's people want to know how far are we going to push this. Obviously, um, you know, the the idea that I can be getting almost like semi live. Uh, camera shots delivered to my phone when I'm out there even sitting in a tree stand uh, could raise you know some questions about ethics or legality I, I know that some states may have prohibitions about when you can use this how you can use it um, you know what's kind of your take on that Zach and, and how would you know do you feel personally about uh, you know where you feel comfortable using this or situations where you might not feel comfortable yeah, there's there's definitely some 
some pushback from from some people as far as like you said an ethical standpoint uh, um, technology has definitely come a long ways from from what it used to be and uh, the fair chase thing kind of gets thrown out there several times um, with these cameras you do get a you do kind of get a semi live update of stuff um, but it's still doesn't take away the actual hunt. I mean, you still have to, to be out there. You, um, this lets you know when animals are there, why you're not there, um, but you still still can't take away the actual hunting part. The animals are still animals, and the, um, you, you have to be out there and hunting them. And um, that's kind of kind of where I'm I'm at with it. It, it. I enjoy it because using this type of technology, I can see. I can be in the field and, you know, while I'm sitting in an office, see see everything that's in my, by, going by my stand or by my food pot. But uh, it's more yeah. of an enjoyment and scouting tool than it is, I think, a, it's not, not a guaranteed success. I guess what I'm trying to say when you're, when you actually go hunting, so. I'll, I'll comment on that as well, Christian, just because I, fortunately, I had the opportunity to uh, test this camera last fall. Um, during its early uh, development stages, so I've I've got got a fair amount of experience with it as well. And and as as Zach was alluding to, you know, it's still fair chase. Um, I I agree that there are going to be several uh, questions within our industry and uh, discussions about ethics and fair chase and that sort of thing. But uh, at the end of the day, you still got to put your butt in the stand. You still got to be there at daylight, and you still got to be able to to make that shot and uh, go in silently, scent free, and, and do all the things that uh, hunters know they have to do. Um, the great thing, at least for right now, is that as far as we know, there aren't any restrictions that we know of anywhere um, in using this camera for scouting purposes. So um, until, until some states uh, debate that through and activate some rules or regulations around it, right now it's, it's a great product that you can use anywhere. So that, that, that's the good thing. Well, and the other thing is, um, you know, we're obviously not going to settle this debate between the three of us right here on Bowhunting Radio, um, but it's it's a legitimate question, and, and I think one of the beautiful things about hunting is, um, and I write about this regularly in my columns, is, you know, yeah, there's there's laws and and we all all have to follow the regulations and that's without question and then beyond that there's there's a lot of gray areas and every person uh chooses their own path to a large degree because the way that i do things and the way that both of you do things and if we had 50 hunters on the line with us you know probably no two of us feels the exact same way about everything and when it comes to technology the the beauty of it is you know some people might not have you interest in using a product like this at all and that's fine and and some people you know probably most people would have at least some interest in using it in some way and so if you decide that you know hey i'm going to use the wireless but i'm not going to use the wireless during the season even if it's legal to do it then that's the beautiful thing is you don't have to you know turn it off don't check it um you can still use it like a regular trail camera and so everybody can kind of decide for themselves is what they feel is uh you know in keeping with their personal ethic on hunting and um it's just like uh i own a spotlight and uh, it's legal to go out and spotlight deer here in pennsylvania uh as long as it's not during rifle season. So just because you own a spotlight doesn't mean you need to use it in a way that's 
um, you know, compromising the, the ethics of the hunt. Well, this is the same thing. You know, you've got a tool here at your disposal. Uh, you can use it to uh, the extent that you feel, you know, that it's appropriate and, and upholds what you think is, you know, your personal line that you want to draw about the how you want to conduct your hunt. And, uh, you know, I think it's I think it's fine and, and I think it's good that we've got the opportunity to have this kind of stuff at our disposal and, and we can take it as far as we want to, you know, certainly by staying on the right side of things legally and then beyond that, let each person make their own decision as to how they want to do it. Absolutely. I, I agree 100%. I mean, that's God bless America. So, <laughs> <laughs> and on that, sure. so 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 the wireless uh, trophy cam uh, certainly is going to help you get a, a leg up for turkey season, and for sure that'll carry you right through the summer and into the fall for whitetails. And so, Jason, let's say uh, you know I'm running this, or oh, I will be running this wireless trophy cam that I've got uh, throughout here uh, the rest of March and and April, leading up to the turkey season. Uh, I know where my birds are, and now it's time to go hunting. You guys over at Primos just came out with, jeez, uh, a, a handful or more of exciting new products on the turkey hunting side of things this year. Yeah, absolutely, man. We've got a, we've got a full lineup for, for the 2014 turkey season. Um, our guys have been super busy uh, from a development standpoint. We've been working hard to stay innovative and stay relevant and put some great products out there to help you be more successful in the field. Um, three, uh, you know, I'll probably want to talk to you about three major products that we're, we're making good pushes on. Um, but I'll, I'll start off with, with one of the most innovative products we've actually introduced in the turkey world in a while, um, and that's our new hookup box call. Uh, pretty, pretty cool, innovative product that utilizes something that, that uh, no one else has done, and actually we have a patent on, uh, but it's a magnetic connection between the uh, box paddle and the, the box itself, which, which does a plethora of things for you um, when you're operating the call. Um, so the, the hookup is not only is it, is it great sounding, but it's super, super versatile. Yeah, and, um, you know, similar to the, uh, the wireless cam, I guess Paul's been really good to me this year. He sent he sent me a hookup, and I actually have a review for, for those of you who are subscribers to the magazine. I actually wrote up a review of the hookup for our April-May issue, and uh, it's pretty slick, you know, like Jason was saying. It, it looks just like a regular box call, but when you realize that you can... The, you know that the paddle is only attached by a magnet and you could literally grab the paddle and, and pull it right off um really neat thing about that for, you know like you said several things first of all the fact that you can just take the paddle right off the box you can stick that along the bottom side of the call and like you know use a rubber band to hold it there while you're going in and out of the field that's going to completely eliminate the possibility of your call rattling around in your vest or your pack or whatever so that's nice from a from a stealth standpoint um the other thing is that that magnet and you know you almost have to if people get a chance you know if you go to your local uh sporting goods store and you get a chance to actually see one of these um those magnets are like wicked strong um and it it kind of applies just the right amount of pressure that you need to run the call effectively when you're using it so you don't have to be uh, an expert turkey caller by any stretch of the imagination to make some really good uh you know clucks and yelps and thing on this call jason yeah, absolutely, and that that's by design, uh, Christian. And so the 
the magnet strength is, you know, that, that was something we set out to kind of master and make sure we had that right amount of tension between the paddle and the box. And, and as you said, you know, you can take the paddle off, which is a nice feature for quiet carry. But the, the cool thing about the magnet is it, like you were saying, it does provide the exact amount of tension that you need to make good yelps, good clucks, good purrs. Uh, without you having to understand or, or do a ton of practicing, to be quite honest. And uh, the other thing that, that it does is it keeps enough tension on there so that it, the paddle's not just flopping around even when you're not holding it. So if you're holding the box in one hand, there's enough tension where that paddle's pretty much going to stay still for the most part uh, until you get ready to grab that paddle and use it. Uh, the other thing that that allows with that, you know, that, constant tension is you can use the box as a gobble call as well and it makes probably the best gobble sound I've, I've ever heard out of a man-made call. Um, you can just basically hold hold the box at the top end and uh, just give it a little vibration shake with your hand and that paddle, the, the counterweight of that paddle against that box will just make just an amazing gobble sound. Yeah, you guys include, I think you call it like a gobble band, right, with the call. It's That's, it's kind of like a rubber rubber band that goes around the call, and you, you stick that on there and just shake it back and forth? Yeah, there's a silicone band that's included with it that uh, kind of makes it definitely foolproof to use. You can use it with or without, but with that band in place, when you shake it, you can get really aggressive and make super loud gobble sounds. So if you're if you got that Tom that's, you know, early morning and he doesn't seem to want to respond to your owl call or, or a crow call, a lot of times they'll gobble at each other. So you can get aggressive with it with that band, make a really loud gobble sound and, and uh, get that get that Tom to answer so you can get his location, get a beat on him. Man, you don't, have, you don't have one of those hookups there with you, do you? You want to do some gobbling for me? You know what? I, I actually do, um, and I'll be more than happy uh, to give you a little gobble demonstration. I don't know how well it'll work on the phone line. It might sound a little too loud. I'll try and hold it away a little bit so it's not uh, overpowering. But here, here's a shot right here. How'd that come through? It sounds pretty good, man, for over the phone. <laughs> yeah. That's the first time I've gobbled to somebody over the phone line. You want to do a little yelping, too? Give a, give a couple more sounds? You do. Show me, show me how you'd work that thing in the field. So you could you could give it a few clucks and start off your sequence. Give her a little yelp. And then give it a little purr. There's a pretty good phone demonstration of the hookup for you. Man, I think there's a Tom coming in right now. You better look out the window. I got the door locked, so he can't come and get me. Okay. <laughs> so that's the hookup. And, uh, yeah, really innovative. You know, the only the only box call out there with a magnetic lid. And it's versatile, too. So uh, check it out. It's a, it's a pretty reasonably priced item, too. That's got a MSRP of $39.99. So that's not going to break your bank if you're looking for a new box call for spring turkey season. The hookup will hook you up. Absolutely. Uh, another another great call that we've introduced for the 2014 season is our hacked off series of mouth calls. Um, and if, you know anybody knows Primos knows we're we're well known for obviously our call lines, our turkey calls, and specifically our mouth calls, uh, as made famous by Will and Jimmy throughout the years. Uh, we've always been a real leader in that category. Well, we've we've taken uh, a little bit different approach to this hacked off series of calls. 
And one of the things we wanted to do when we started out is we wanted to make it simple. We wanted to make it easier for the user. Um, and we wanted to, to, to do something that was going to make it, you know, a lot easier for that beginner guy to learn uh, how to operate a mouth call and, and get the right tones and the right sounds out of it. Um, so the, the, the unique feature that we started out with was we, we reduced the size of our frame. Most of our mouth calls have a fairly large size frame, uh, which, which works well for volume and uh, really plays well for guys who are experienced callers. It, it's probably a little bit more versatile and get more sounds out of it, um, but it takes a lot more air uh, to, get those, to get the right sounds. Uh, with the with the hat off, what we did is we started with a smaller frame that fits that'll fit any mouth, especially smaller palates, but takes a lot less air uh, to get your yelps and and your your different sounds out of that mouth call. And so what that does is just makes it easier for for the beginner guy to to start making sounds in mouth calls and start perfecting those sounds. Um, the other thing that was incorporated there is we put trim lines that are actually printed on the tape itself. So while we reduced the size of the frame as a whole, we kept the tape uh, large enough so that no matter what size palette you have, whether you have a large mouth or a small mouth, uh, you can still get a good seal in the roof of your mouth when you're operating the call. Uh, but if you do have a smaller palette, that large tape tends to be a little bit cumbersome and uncomfortable. So we put trim lines that are printed directly on the tape so that the guy can trim it uh, little by little and stay accurate in his cut so that it's consistent all the way around the call uh, in hopes of getting that good consistent seal in the roof of his mouth. So uh, pr pretty neat concept as far as the mouth call goes. And we did uh, we offered that in two different styles, two different cuts. So uh, both of which are are make great sounds, but have you know different sounds altogether. So it's it's good for guys to try them both and figure out which works best for them. But we've got that buzz cut and the sawtooth cut on the on the hacked off. And so, what's the difference between the kind of sound that you're getting out of the buzz cut versus the sawtooth? Uh, the sawtooth has a few more um, cuts in the reed, and so you get some more raspier um, sounds. And it's a it's a triple. Both of them are triple reed designs. But with that, with that sawtooth, it's actually got two deep cuts in the reed itself. Um, so you get more vibration out of the latex there. So you get some of those raspier sounds. Uh, it also has a little bit more tension on the second layer of latex, which allows you to get some of the higher pitch sounds as well. Um, on the buzz cut, it's more of a traditional, almost back cut style, which is really popular with turkey calls uh, and callers. Everybody loves that back, that back cut style. Um, it allows you to get really soft and really crisp sounds, not not quite as raspy. So that's that's the major difference between the two cuts. You have those there with you? You know what? I do not. Um, I knew that was going to be your next question, Christian. And had I planned better, I would have had those with me. I could have given you. A <laughs> I apologize. Oh man, you just yeah, got lucky on the hookup. I happen to have one sitting on my desk, but I'm so uh, not so much. I'm so disappointed, man. I want I'm to hear sorry. you. I wanted to hear you go. Well, I, hey, I, listen, I can. We can build a crap out of them. I've never claimed to be the uh, champion caller, though. I'll tell you that much. But, well, uh, you know what the beautiful thing about turkey hunting is? I'm far from a champion caller. You don't have to be a champion caller to kill a turkey when they're in the right mood. And you know what? Right. And you know what? When they're not in the right mood, and and I just recently wrote an article and I interviewed uh, a couple of the top callers in the country, and uh, when they're not right in the mood. Um, even the NWTF Grand National Champion can't call them in because that's the way it is. 
So well, they're I'm, hung up. They're not in the mood. You're absolutely right. There's not a whole lot you can do with them. You got to try and sneak up on them. <laughs> my experience is that when you find a suicidal turkey, there's almost nothing you can do to stop them from coming in. And when you find one that just isn't in the mood to come in, you cannot do anything to get them to come in. And and you just better luck tomorrow, baby. That's um, what keeps us going back. That's, that's right. Why we keep going back. Well, you know what they say. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. That's right. Uh, we'd so, get bored with it if it was too easy. That's so. for sure. It's kind of like, uh, you know, you ever run into those days fishing somewhere when it's just really, really good and you're catching a fish on like almost every cast. And after like an hour, you're almost tired of fishing. But then there's other days when you're working hard and you're maybe you're catching a fish or two every hour and you'll fish all day. Yeah, absolutely. It's that drive for it's, sure. It's called it's called the uh, the like psychology of delayed rewards. You know, yeah. There's a there's a right ratio there that keeps you interested, but rewards you just enough to keep you going too. Um, you got one more, I think, that you wanted to hit on. Yeah, yeah. If, if we got time, you know, I got speaking time, of but hung wait, up, but wait, wait, wait. You don't have this one either, do you? You're going to get me excited about another product, and, and you, you don't even have it. No, no, no. Now this time, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about hung up toms and how you can get them to react with a decoy. Okay. Um, I'm going to have a hard time showing so, you the so decoy you, through on, the phone. Come on, you don't have an audio demonstration of the decoy. <laughs> 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 well, hey, but. I'm glad you said that. I'm writing it down. That's that's product development number 55. We're, we'll start working on that right away. <laughs> so what are you going to talk about? You're going to talk about the new uh, Gobstopper. Yeah, the Gobstopper Hen, which is a new decoy that we introduced for 2014 that we're having a lot of great success with in the field and get a lot of consumer success out there already. Uh, you know, season's been open now for a few days, and we're already getting some feedback on this gal. So uh, we're really excited about things to come for her. Uh, but we, what we did on the Gobstopper is we set out to do something a little bit different than what we've done in the past as it pertains to hen decoys. Um, and, you know, the craze recently, Christian, has been at the consumer level, everybody wants the absolute best-looking, real, realistic-looking decoy that they can, that they can get. Um, and we, you know, we know this from the success that we've seen with some of our competition and some of the really high-end stuff that I wouldn't even argue that we compete with, like the Dave Smith-style decoys and whatnot. Um, those, those decoys are just phenomenal-looking pieces of art, to be completely honest with you. They're, they're really good-looking uh, decoys. And what we've learned is the consumer gravitates towards those, what, to, towards those. But what we also know is that there have probably been more turkeys killed with a 999 Featherflex decoy uh, that was picked up at the local discount store than probably any other decoy ever made. Um, so while, while consumers are really keen on the look, we also know that the turkeys, uh, you know, they, they, like you said, when they're in the mood, it's hard to stop them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but what we wanted to do was we wanted to have a decoy that, that definitely gave, gave you that realistic look, that high definition, uh, you know, full anatomy of a hen turkey, but at a price that was reasonable. We wanted a turkey that was versatile, um, great looking, but, you know, wouldn't totally break the bank as some of those, you know, 80, 90, you know, 100 plus dollar decoys do. Um, so what, what became of that was the, the gobstopper. And we based this turkey's posture 
um, around a submissive position that is not intimidating, it's not alert, uh, but it's, it's kind of a position that allows uh, the other birds in the field to say, okay, that, that gal there, you know, she's, she's content where she's at, she's submissive, she's not at full alert, and she's uh, welcoming, if you will. Um, so that's, that's kind of the, the unique position that we gave her. And we also gave the decoy the ability to change positions. So she's got actually two holes uh, for your stake. And depending upon which one you pick, you can give her a more upright position versus a more kind of walking and submissive position. Uh, and she also, because of the way we've positioned her neck and head, she looks great as a breeding hen as well on the ground. So you can actually take uh, the bottom portion of the stake off, stick it right in the ground, and just put it right there in the grass like she's ready to be bred. So uh, very versatile in her in her design. Well, that's great, man. Yeah, it, uh, like you said, it's not a it's not a decoy that's going to break your bank either. That's a retail price of fifty nine ninety five on that the Gobstopper. Yeah, and, and most guys you'll see it priced anywhere between that forty nine ninety nine and fifty nine ninety nine. So very very affordable, but again, having that really high end, high definition, uh, realistic look to her. Tell so. me a little bit about the field testing that you guys did with that. I'm sure you had uh, quite a bit of uh, people uh, kind of tweaking that thing in the field before you finalized your design. Yeah, you know, decoy making is, is definitely not an easy process. There's a lot of uh, time and attention given to the, from the carving all the way through the paint job, which is, is super important. Um, so with any of our products, you know, there's a lot of field testing, but with this one specifically, there's a lot of tweaking. So there's a lot of, you know, we, we build it, we carve it, uh, we cast some, some molds of it, paint it up, try it out. Uh, run it by our video team. One of the one of the great things about being in product development here at Primos is I have a staff that I can rely on in our video crew um, that most folks are familiar with uh, um, that have been in the field for years and years. So I don't have to rely just on my personal experience, but also have you know the combined experience of probably a hundred years or more um, with you know Jimmy Primos and Will Primos and Kevin Meacham and Keith Burgess and all of our video guys. Chris Ashley, they're they're on the road, and, you know, these guys hunt. They started hunting last weekend, and they'll hunt all the way through the, the last weekend of turkey season in May in some states. So, uh, you know, these guys are in the field. They see these turkeys wild as they walk, as they interact. Um, and so from a feedback standpoint, I, I couldn't ask for a better team to, to help you work through these positions and colorations and paint jobs. But, uh, but yeah, there's been a ton of time in the field with this gal. Um, man, like I said, it, it's fun to watch uh, watch the turkeys react to a well-placed, well-designed decoy. If you haven't gotten a chance to do it, you got to try it. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, uh, you guys have a you guys have a pretty complete line of turkey hunting gear and and a lot of experience and knowledge behind it uh, from Will Primos right on down. So. Uh, for those of you who are needing some turkey gear, you definitely want to check out the Primos. If you need some help with the scouting, you want to uh, really consider that Bushnell wireless cam or, or any of the other uh, models in the trophy cam line because they've got uh, got quite a bit. And, and if you want to go low-end, uh, Zach, uh, on the price point anyway, I mean, you guys have a number of cameras, I think, even uh, on the Simmons line, which are pretty solid cameras for under 100 bucks too. That, yeah, that's correct. We um, we don't don't give a lot of 
attention to the Simmons line, uh, from, but they are a really great camera. Um, they take great pictures. They're very durable and uh, great battery life, and they're real compact size, so they're easy to pack with you and and uh, take wherever you need. But uh, we, we've got spanned the whole lineup from the, the under $100 all the way up to that wireless, so we've, we've got everybody covered. So. Yeah, and sometimes sometimes a few of those eighty dollars cameras are handy if you're if you're trying to really blanket an area, you know. And, and you know what the funny thing is too is I found, um, gosh, I've played with dozens of trail cameras, you know, over the last five years, and sometimes I find that um, while they don't necessarily have all the bells and whistles, sometimes some of the most reliable, best performing cameras you'll have in your collection are, are some of those hundred dollar units for whatever reason, you know. Yeah. They're just yeah. maybe because they're simple, you know. They just they kind of do what they do, but they do it pretty well and they do it consistently. And hey, that's all you really need, you know, for the most part, out of a trail camera. Sometimes. Well, listen up, guys. It was great sharing, you know, a good forty-five minutes with you this morning. I appreciate you taking some time to to tell us about Bushnell and, and Primos and what you've got going on. And I, I wish you both the best of luck this spring, whether you're chasing turkeys or bears or whatever you got going. Appreciate it, Christian. We really, uh, really appreciate the, the opportunity to talk to you and, and spend some time with you going through the product line. And just real quick, yeah, before, thank you very much, Christian. Yeah, real quick, guys. Before I let you go, Zach, uh, where can people go online to get more information about uh, Bushnell products? Uh, you can go to bushnell.com to, to check out our whole lineup of cameras, uh, and you can go to wirelesstrophycam.com specifically to get information on the wireless cameras. Gotcha. And Jason, on the Primo side, where can people find all your turkey hunting stuff? Of course, uh, www.primos.com is, is our website, and we have the full listing of everything that we currently uh, manufacture and offer is on that website. And, and definitely check out your local retailers. We we have pretty good placement, and uh, it's, it's always fun to be able to get in the store and, and test out and play with the products before you buy them. Yeah, and one thing, you know, uh, I I completely forgot. We we should have mentioned at least a little bit on the primo side. How how can we talk bow hunting turkeys without even mentioning that you guys make some pretty serious blinds for turkey hunters too? I mean the the double bull line as well as some blinds that you have in your primos line are some of the best blinds uh, you can find anywhere for for turkey hunting and bow hunting. Absolutely. You know, our double bull line was probably founded on Turkey Hunter, the originators of the, originators of the double bull. Uh, that, that's what that line was built for, was to get close and be able to bow hunt turkeys. And uh, we, we do have a full line. Uh, we actually have it a new introduction for 2014. Uh, it's not quite ready for turkey season this year, but uh, it will be shipping and, and be available for, for this fall. Um, and of course, next next spring. But uh, our new Shack Attack blind is 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 going to be hot, man. It's it's lightweight. It uses a unique two hub system that makes it super quick, super simple to set up, um, and has a giant viewing window out the front. So, uh, which is very advantageous when you're bow hunting turkeys to have as much room as you can to kind of get that shot. Because as we know, they don't like to sit still, and they always seem to come in from the wrong angle. Well, sounds like I'm smelling a whole nother turkey hunting episode for next year to talk more about blinds and blind hunting tactics. So that just gives me an excuse to circle back with you boys in 2015. Man, that'd be great. All right, fellas. Yeah, well, thanks again for your time. You guys have a great spring, and uh, I'll be talking to you again soon. All right, Christian. We appreciate it, buddy. Yep, thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks, Christian. Thanks for listening to Peterson's Bow Hunting Radio. 
presented by Easton's new Ultra Micro Diameter Injection Arrows. For more information, pick up a copy of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine on newsstands now.